Welcome back to another episode of Cats Off by, by the Game, game day. day. By the uh, Game Day. We're TGD. back, baby. Happy Cafeteria Day, as I always. Love this day. I know, it's one of the best Cappy days of the week. Cafeteria Day. So you know, who's hotter? I look forward to Cafeteria Day more than I look forward to NFL Sunday. Hot take? Yeah, that was Hot unpop- take. Unpopular. No, cold take. F- fact. Cold as a fact. take. Fact. Cold. Oh. Oh. Cap. Yeah, cap. Cafeteria. Uh, you, you guys like the hat I'm wearing today because the Browns beat the Niners, so now uh, this is the best team. Well, you're a Browns fan. That's how it works. <laughs> oh, right? yep. Any team. You know what that's called? Transitive property. Transitive property, ah, of, yes. course, of course. So whoever beats the Browns next, that will be who I. I will also like. compliment your your style today, your fashion, your color palette. It's very much something I I resonate with. You I love when he wears that. He's worn it's this exact outfit, and you the brown the same pants. Exact oh, it's thing. every time I wear these these uh, these sweats. He yeah. loves. I like the shoes sweats. too. The little New Balance. I like yeah, them. yeah. You very know nice. the uh, Leon Dior's. Look, never deal. forget when we went home. Matan was able to see. One of my friends come out wearing the exact same. Oh, with the, with the pockets, bro. The yeah, the knee pockets. Yeah, shout funny. out his boy uh, the Stephen, who's wearing knee the pockets. knee pockets, and he was wearing Saint Normal shirt, t-shirt. No bro, way, really? I've never yeah. seen yeah. anyone like wear Saint Normal. I sent you guys right? a Snapchat. Saint Normal? No, oh, I thought you knew somebody. I just yet. put them on. I haven't seen anyone wear Saint Normal. Uh, say normal. See, I can't even say it because well, it's a European brand. It's not you, Way too bougie to even pronounce. They got it the the orange tag on everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It looks like you're right? straight from the dry. I like fingers. the hoodie you wear though. Thank you. I almost wore another Can one. The green one. Is that the green one? I have a few. I have four say normal. Oh my god. Holy. I don't have that kind of bread. Cozy. Extremely cozy. Cheap. No, they look cozy. Like hundred bucks for a hoodie. The shoes are fire too. Um, that's, that's steep. It's north. Really? Yeah, that's steep. Uh, it's that's steep. $80 is like my max on a hoodie. That's no, a good no, hoodie. If, if it's a really a good nice one, I'll, I would rip a hoodie. A good hoodie could go oh, anywhere man. from like yeah. $80 to like $150. I got this one on for like free. The material 150 is aggressive. That's why I said it, that's the top end. Aggressive. Um, you were about to ask, who's hotter, Braxton Berrios or Alex Earl? <laughs> is that what you were about to uh-huh, ask? Uh-huh. We well, it, it is Alex. It's, it's Alex, if we're being completely It's not. I agree. If we're being completely honest, it's Alex. I agree. But I'll say Braxton. No, I'm going to be honest. I think it's Braxton. Some of the comments were like, one Braxton's is real. Yeah, I Braxton was going to say. Braxton needs surgery to get one that. Needed That's surgery. also true. That's one valid. needed surgery to, to be having this, to even be put in this conversation. The other did not. That was made no, in the no, fucking no. lab. Have you seen Alex pre-surgery? Yeah, I thought she was hotter. Still hot. I thought she was actually hotter. Still really hot. I thought she was hotter. Pre-surgery to what? The people, the she people got, that... Uh, she got fakies. But what else? Was that it? Lips, too. Uh, lips, nose. too, I'm sure. Yeah, well, the lips are so fake. Look, yeah. one, one's made in the gym. One is made in a doctor's office. Yep. I will take the natural I'd one. still like to shake that doctor's Thanks. hand. Uh, however, <laughs> who, who would you rather? Braxton Bra- Berrios. On the field. Braxton Berrios. I don't, I don't know. Adam's... Debating. We were we, the, the point. The reason we asked that is we went to we went to Hard Rock. <laughs> oh. When we were at Hard Rock, we asked that question, and obviously all the Dolphins fans said said Barrios is hotter. They were they were just like the abs, man. That's abs. cool, man. If he was if he was tall, if he was like six three, he'd legitimately oh, be like the hottest he'd be people's, man alive. Yeah, people's hottest man of the year. He'd be like Channing Tatum, sexiest man of the year. I think that's what it is. All right, well, let's get into the episode. Later on this episode, we're gonna have Maddie Betts, Maddie Betts. on the episode. Maddie Betts, uh, expert Maddie Betts, better. Bro. Better. You probably seen him on TikTok. Um, and uh, he's a good UFC better, good NFL better. Uh, so we'll be talking to him. Big Eagles fan as well. So we're going to get him on the pod for the later half of this episode. So stick around for our time with him. But for now, let's get into some cafeteria. We got a couple games. Cappers. Adam, Adam came to us before the pod. He was like, I got eight games for you today. I'm ready. <laughs> ready yeah, to that's, go. That's too many games. Where do you want to like start? Um, you, you, how many games do you have? Two? Seven. What? Siete? I have three. Okay, we'll Plus start. Four. We'll start with. We'll give you two. How many for do you now. actually have? I have three. Uh, we'll give you two for now. Plus so that, five. So that, and if we have time before Maddie comes on, then we'll we'll get to your third. 
We'll go one game from you, Jack. You have another game. Well, they're pretty and quick. Then they're, back they're, to you. They're quick. All right. Go Check. go with one. Oh, of this them. is quick. Uh, somewhat. You have a list. Game? I have list. Checking it twice. Check it now. Do you want to find out who's naughty or nice? It, I don't know why it's, it's interesting that that Jewish people know Christmas songs like Santa that. You want to know Claus why? Because the singers are Jewish. I knew it. I All, knew it. Yep. Most of the good Christmas songs were written by Jews. Really? Fun fact. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that, that doesn't make sense. The no. fact. So I'm going to actually have now to make an adjustment on this. So we will start with why? this one. I don't know. Good songwriters. Sure. Didn't know that was a thing that y'all got. I, apparently. Good job. Yeah. We're going to start with... Not great chefs. Hey, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Yeah. Gefilte the fish. <laughs> yeah. They, their cuisine is not so... Always there. The Jews, but we have terrible food. ever talked about Israeli cuisine. Israeli food Mediterranean, is awesome, no. bro. Mediterranean. But shawarma? You ever have shawarma? No. It's good. Pita and hummus? You never had shawarma? Oh, oh we got Pita and hummus? All right, let me play my game. Mediterranean food. It's Israeli I don't know that was called shawarma, though. Shawarma? But you are separate. Jewish cuisine is different from Israeli cuisine. I don't know shawarma you never had shawarma? No, All right, Adam, I've you got one? I Kylie, do have you've one. You've never heard of it? No. This oh, is your really? first time hearing the word shawarma? I've never heard that word. You've never oh. heard shawarma? You've ne- wait, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I want to get into this. You've never heard the word shawarma? I have not. I've very not. good. Chicken shawarma, very good. What, the, what, the, what is Incredible. it? Incredible. It's, it's, it's a spice marinade on meat, and it's usually on a giant rotisserie, and it's like sh- and they like shave meat off it, and then you put it in like a pita with gas. hummus and salad, oh like uh, like cucumber hummus and tomato salad. Or like, yeah, tzatziki, yeah, whatever, tahini. Like, I feel nice. like you've definitely had it. And you like wrap it up. I've never heard of that in my life. Street though. meat. You ever see one of those street carts with the guy and they, the street carts with the like uh, the Middle Eastern guy? And yeah, I don't go to those. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. Miss it out. Miss it out. There's good value, high quality. You can get a, you can get a chicken shawarma bowl for like five bucks. Oh, They're awesome. Dude, uh, yeah, a little gyro, a little lamb gyro. I love that. Is it gyro or gyro? It's, or gyro? It's, it's, it's technically gyro. Yeah. But that's, I, what I, that's what I thought it was. Gyro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But lamb, I, said that, I said that one time here, like while I was ordering one, he goes, you mean a gyro? And I was like, yeah, bro, I guess. Okay, gentlemen, are we ready to jump into this one? Yeah, let's do okay, it. Okay. And we're going to get Felipe a shawarma for lunch. Yep. I have... Uh, a game. Ready? We played it last week. We're going to play it again. Cafeteria. It's called the Blind Quarterback Taste Test. I Let's want you go, to blindly dude. rank these five quarterbacks. Okay? Please Taste check test. the Caps Off group chat. I have texted you uh, all the list. Thank but you. But I will proceed. Wait, that's very... That's helpful. Um, before will, Adam gets into his questions, make sure you subscribe five? to the YouTube. You're going to rank there's these five, five quarterbacks blindly. Um, the first quarterback has 1,618 passing yards, oh 11 touchdowns, a 105.1 passer rating, and a 73.3 QBR. The second one has 1,593 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, 95.7 passer rating, 72.5 QBR. The third one has 1,876 passing yards, 14 TDs, 114.1 passer rating, and 74.8 QBR. Player number four, 1,396 passing yards, 10 TDs, 111.9 passer rating, and a 77 QBR. And last but not least, player five, 1,542 mm. passing yards, 7 TDs, 84.7 passer rating, and 59.8 QBR. Which one is Tua? I will not tell Player you. three. So obviously. one of them is Tua. Yeah, it's player three. Yeah, obviously the one that's really good is Tua. Here's the thing, like, what, what this season has shown us is that, like, none of this shit matters. It matters what offense you're in. Jack sent it his rating. His I ranking. sent in my rankings. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me analyze here. I kind of checked now, out. I you will, were saying so many numbers that yeah. I wasn't even listening to you. I'm going to read now, reading. Yeah, I agree with you. Adam, I'm going 31425. 31425. Got it, Jack. Jack's 31425. This is a democratic approach. Please Felipe, hold. what are you doing? Please write in the group what will be happening, and then we will. I will let you know what is going on. Oh, I got to write it in the group, too? Yep, write in the group. Well, you don't have to. You, you don't have to. You can say it, but I it would was... just. I would just say what 
Jack did. Okay, three one, three one, four Even though two, I know five. that's not an accurate depiction of like the actual quarterback. But from the blind, but taste from the blind test. taste test, if we were just gonna look at stats, which we know doesn't tell the whole picture, I would do what Jack did. I I agree. I don't see how you could really do to it. To clarify, this is not maybe a stat you could go four over one, but or maybe you can go two over four. Yeah. To clarify, this is not a stat about Tua Dungabailoa. 31425. Who is it? 31425. All in agreement. These are the five quarterbacks from the five and one teams in the NFL. So who's player one? From player one or is, no. or three, player three is Tua Dungabailoa. Of course, that was easily the number one. You know who's number two on your list? Jared Goff. Player one yeah, is number two. Jared player Goff. one is Jared Goff. Good for him. Yeah, uh, player four is Brock Purdy. Ooh. I said you could put four above above one. Player two is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And player five is Jalen Hurts. So those are the five quarterbacks from the, the five, five and one teams. teams. So looking at their stats, if we were blind ranking just based on their stats, two is the best quarterback in football. It was actually more so to highlight uh, my good pal Jack to my right uh, notion that Jared Goff should be in the MVP conversation. He should be. Um, I wanted to credit that. Would, so. you, like, would you like to... Back, backtrack a little bit on your take from yet from Monday and be like, hey, maybe Jack was onto something. Like maybe, maybe Jerichoff should be in that combo. I will take a half a step back. And that half a step is to say that you were correct that he should be in the conversation. Yeah. But I will not put him over Brock. I will not put him over Mahomes. No. I will not put him over Tua. No. But I'm saying he should I be. I will in also that top still take Josh Allen personally, but I think he's just outside uh, the top five. Jerichoff's been playing way better than Josh Allen this year. Yeah, but so far, but I still think Josh but I give him Allen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I give credit. Finish ahead. Dude, through, through almost what? Is this a third of the way through the season about? Yeah. That's now, a good chunk. I also yeah. don't want anyone chunk. to come. Like, if the QBRs come. switched, I made this yesterday. I don't, the QBRs are pretty, they barely moved because these are the top yeah. five quarterbacks, but don't come at me for being like, it's a point off or some nonsense. But yeah, congrats on Jared Goff. It was not meant to be a two stat, but of course, because two is the best quarterback in the NFL, it always is a two stat. It's always, it's always, it's always comes a two stat. It's always two over Herbert. But, but that we can, it is interesting. I feel like, Patrick Mahomes this year has not been the same dude that we've been accustomed to seeing. I mean, Travis Kelsey's fallen off a little bit. I feel like he's kind of getting a little bit older. He has no help at receiver besides Texas for Rice. Nine for 125 or something, though. What? Travis Kelsey popped off. Oh, yeah, last week. But I'm saying the rest of the season, he hasn't been, like, yeah. awesome. He's been dealing injuries. with injuries. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think he's fallen off. No, I think it's kind of it's kind of interesting, though. I wonder if Mahomes plays like this the whole year that maybe he'll get, like, Nah, he'll still be like the best quarterback in the league, but like they're still five closer. and one. Like I don't know. No, nah, I don't think it's close at all. It's not fair to compare a guy like Brock Purdy or Tua, who has this perfect offensive system around them with amazing weapons. You can't compare like just stats wise. Sure, but I don't think heading into the season, any person put either the Niners or the Dolphins to have a top five offense in the yeah, NFL. But- the Dolphins were ridiculous. I can pull up many lists that did not have the Dolphins on top five heading into the season offenses. But that, that's that's like the Dolphins propaganda that they want to show you on Twitter to be like, oh, we're, we're getting counted out. Two Everyone knew both with Tyreek Hill and Jalen. Our fucking God and Savior Trey Wingo didn't fucking have them. Acho didn't have them. Other people, many we people, ESPN didn't have them. Fucking didn't rank, CBS. We never ranked offenses. We didn't. I'm saying people had, like, if you look on social media, people did not have those teams in the they top five. They probably didn't have Brock or Tua. In the top five offenses. That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. they definitely offenses. had the offenses. Offenses. You want me for, I'll find stats. Like, Bro, I, I, I promise you people said that about the Dolphins. I think if you were to say the top five offenses before the season, both the Niners and Dolphins would be it'd on be those list. two. It would be Easily. the Chiefs. It would be They like, would put the Cowboys in there, and that's one that regresses. Definitely not a top five offense there anymore. Yep. But those two teams, 
were there and are still there. I would yeah, say. Niner, Niners would have been like on the the back end of that possibly. But the Niners, I think, certainly would have been up there. Well, I don't know. Pe- pe- some people were a little disrespectful. But, you know. Heading into the NFL season on NFL.com, the Dolphins weren't even in the top ten. The Niners offenses, were. offenses. NFL.com. Who wrote that? Uh, Adam Sheen or Sheen, who's also also Adam Shine? Shine, Shine. Oh, I worked with him in the past. Oh, really? He's a, yeah. he's also a massive Dolphins like supporter on on social. He's, he's, he's dope. Like, I'm a big fan of Adam Shine. I mean, right, do, really you good. want me to keep fucking going down it? You want me to open up uh, this athletic? You got one? it, bro. You're Thank good you. For you. Yeah, you won. Good, good job. Hey, yeah, I'm proud. Of oh you. yeah, I forgot. That was the only offensive rankings. Well, uh, I can find one, more yeah. in the world. No, no, in no. That's the only one you can't find anymore. Um, hey, Adam, nice job with the rankings. Two is awesome. Don't worry, I got two more games. Jack, give us a game that proves us proves to us why Brock Purdy should be MVP. Well, I'm just so excited for Adam that he's got like seven more games to go. This so much fun. <laughs> One of them's really not a game, though. One is just a stat. But I'm just so excited for Adam. Yeah. All right, you give it to us. All right, so I was perusing Twitter. Y'all saw this, too. Um, essentially, this one guy, this analytics boy, I got to find it, uh, he basically said, play caller rankings. It's some some analytics guy, Stephen Patton, a Steven big NFL Patton. analytics dude. He devised an algorithm to basically say who the best play callers are on offense nice. uh, in the NFL. And they're ranked 1 to 32. Mm. Can you guys name the top 10 play callers in the NFL? Okay, Mike McDaniel, Kyle Shanahan, 1, 2. Well, we're going we're gonna to start with just, we'll just say teams. You don't have to say the offense. Uh, okay. okay, San Francisco, it's Miami. Set- uh, San Francisco is two. Miami is six. Oh, Ooh, oh. spicy. Analytics mean nothing. Kansas City Chiefs. Not in the top ten. Wow. They're 14th. Um, Are we just going to throw them out? Yeah, we'll now no, just go just Lipe, Adam. Oh, okay. So I'm next. We have to have some order. Order the court. Play or, or if you just want to start spitting, well, if you spit. know if you know the head coach slash offensive coordinator, say who it is. Also, so Kansas, I got a spicy one because I, I, I saw not this list, but I saw another one about offenses. So. All right, I'm gonna go Detroit. Detroit's Detroit. number one. Detroit. Wow. number one. Detroit. Shout out, Shout out Campbell's off. chicken noodle hey, soup. They, you watch that team; they have some awesome fucking. Hey, you see, the, you see the consistency with his list just now? Huh? Three of those teams we just said that all were there were in your top five yep. quarterbacks. Yep. True. Mm-hmm. Play calling is the yeah. biggest. Hey, thing. they're also spending the most money on offense. Uh, shout out Ben Johnson. Um, I'm uh, uh, the Bills. Bills are seven. Ken Dorsey. Shout out Miramani High School. Mm. Go shout out Miramani. Shout out uh, Hurricanes. Ken Dorsey. Go shout Miami. Out Rinda. Shout out Miami Dolphins. Hurricanes. Nope. Hurricanes. Shout out Nations Giant Burgers. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Shout Rip out. one. Shout Rip out one. Just talk a Rip one. Hey, Matan. Rip it. Gotta think. 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 Gotta Philadelphia Eagles. Yep, that feels right. No, sir. Eagles are not in the top ten. They're eleventh. What? Fuck them. They suck. I'm over two. Fuck me. Jalen hurts. Just yeah. Jalen. Yeah, he's calling plays. <laughs> Could Lipe? you imagine if players had to oh, call their own plays? Best um, play callers. I got a, I got a sleeper. Yeah. Sleeper, yeah. Uh, uh, Los Angeles Rams. Los Angeles. Eight. Good job. Ooh. Yep. Okay, I think the Vikings are going to be in that list. Dude, no. Oh, <laughs> they're fifteenth. Because I saw an offensive. Oh, rank. I think the Giants I, are going to be. I saw an offensive list. ranking. <laughs> I saw an offensive ranking that had them in terms of like really good offense, being able to. Yeah. Hey, I don't know the metrics that this guy right, used. But all right, this is all right, all right. I'm just gonna right. try it, even though I know it's not true. The Dallas Cowboys fourth. Ooh. Let's go, Mike McCarthy. Insane. I would love to see the the metrics. Is here. Jerry Jones a product of the system? Jerry Jones could be. <laughs> yeah, that's Jerry a good point. Jones is a product of the that's, system. That's when I saw this. I was like, how the fuck are the Cowboys fourth? How the fuck are <laughs> yeah, the Cowboys uh, fourth? Falcons. Falcons. Fal- 
Oh, wait, you know what I realized? Uh, this list was sorted. Oh, no, this is total play calling offense and defense. I just totally realized that. Oh. Now it makes sense. Oh. The Cowboys offense is probably like, thir- yeah, yeah, yeah. like 31, and then the defense brings them up like offense all the way totally, All right, all right, but totally let's different. keep going, then, because now we, we have a little more uh, light on this topic, and we've got, what we got, four? We got These four are just the best play callers, offensive and defense. All right, so yeah, well, it's head coaching, Quinn, basically. Dan Quinn's amazing. Shout out Dan Quinn for putting it's the Cowboys head, up yeah, yeah. No, because the Cowboys offense is... So it's essentially the best really coaching <laughs> in the NFL. How bad is the Cowboys offense? Oh, uh, it's, it's really fucking bad. It's, it's negative 0.14, whatever that metric is. <laughs> it's a negative. negative. All right, let's so finish this list. Cause All right, wait. Do you want me to just re-hook so, that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, this guy can devise a metric to de- determine the 10 best coach teams in football. Can you guys name them? Okay, yeah. We'll uh, right, that changes game. everything for me. I was thinking just strictly yep. offenses. All right, you well, got Well, that makes sense why the Dolphins are six yeah, and, not, and not one. Yeah. Yep, or yep, zero. Yep. Uh, the Niners were what again? Two. Yeah, I see. That makes sense. Yep. Um, I can't believe I said the Vikings. <laughs> well, shit, dude. Um, By the way, Adam, the Dolphins in offense, best. Saints. Duh. Saints. Saints. No, 27th. Seahawks. <laughs> oh, God. Seahawks are not there. Mm. Worst offense, by the way, is the Saints. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. that, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. It's not bad. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They Good are guess. not there. They're 20th. Bad guess. Terrible Damn, we're guess. Great. We're guessing all the worst ones right now. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Denton Guy Wildcats. Yeah. Great guess. Number one. Yes. <laughs> uh, how about the um, Pittsburgh Steelers? No. Yuck. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. We're guessing Saints. Bro. I mean, I guess Saints. Saints. The, oh, the, the Ravens. The Ravens. Third. Okay. Oh. Offensive rating, not good. But defense rating, great. Very good I kind of want to do the offense. They play good D. We can do the offensive later. New York Jets. New York Jets, sixteenth. Oh, Tough. Rip it. Rip it. All right. Uh, so okay. Buffalo no, Bills. Buffalo Bills, seventh. We are yes, um, I got it. Again. Good job. Okay. On the field. All right. So best oh, coach teams in football per this metric: Lions, Niners, Ravens, Cowboys, Packers, Dolphins, Bills, Rams, Jags, Browns. Jags. I, yeah, I said the on the field. The Jags. Jags. Yeah, on the field. I just field. said the on the fields. Yeah. Oh, the on the fields. The Browns. Yeah. yeah good yeah, job. Yeah. Yep, that's it. The the ten worst, if you want to hear it real the quick. The ten worst coach teams. Ten worst coach teams in in uh, football right now. Apparently. Giants. So number one, Bears, then Titans, Steelers. Patriots, Bengals, uh, Broncos, Saints, Colts, Giants, Raiders, Panthers. Yeah, that makes sense. Pretty Yikes. terrible. Teams. Those are all yep. bad. That's Yikes. Yeah, Coaching yeah. matters, man. Yo, um, we got to move in. We got our very special guest here. He's about to come in with us. On the Zoom, what we got? All right, we got our very special guest in here, the host of the Disciplined Degens Pod. He's an Great Eagles name. fan, Boom. probably here to give me and Felipe shit for being Cowboys and Giants fans. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, Maddie Betts. Maddie! What up, Maddie? Welcome in, man. Appreciate you guys. How we doing? Pretty doing? good. Really Pretty good, good timing. How, how are you doing, fellow yeah. Eagles fan over here? I'm, I'm recovering. I'm recovering still, but... Luckily, I bet my Eagles in the first half and not the game this weekend. So that was literally the only positive about the game. But couldn't believe Jalen threw those three picks. It's not not a good game for sure. Mm. Maddie, tell us, are you worried about the Eagles at all after that loss to the Jets? No, not at all. It's the NFL. I think everyone just overreacts over every loss, Cowboys included. You know, I took the Cowboys last night. They scared me. They scared me a, a few times in that game. Um, but I think everyone overreacts to the NFL just week to week. And uh, I want to play our best ball late in the season. Like Thanks. early in the season, I don't want to be clicking on all cylinders yet. We did that last year. 
I think we started like eight and zero, and then we lost that Washington game, and then it worked out well. We got to the Super Bowl, but I'd rather be playing our best ball at the end of the season. So, it's a good take. Yeah, right. you see, I've had nothing, so I'd rather be playing my best ball whenever we can, and that's for the Dolphins. <laughs> so I will definitely take uh, playing well right now, and I will happily see you Sunday. And because you guys lost, we will probably lose by forty, but hopefully we can make it thirty. <laughs> Adam's going to the game. I will be at the game. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, we were nice. talking about this yesterday. We we were talking about a little bit of a wide receiver tier list. Um, and we had Tyreek in his own tier of his own. And then we had like the kind of 1B tier. Some of us had a little bit of a disagreement that we want your thoughts on as an Eagles fan. Yeah. Is A.J. Brown still a top five wide receiver, basically? Oh. Uh, I'm biased, but honestly, I would I would put him as a top ten guy in the league. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I I don't know that he's a top five and like at this stage of his career. Um, I would put him at a top ten for sure, though. Yeah, I would definitely. We we were talking I, about it. Yeah. Like he's it, the, the guys that are ahead of him. Okay, here set on. Yeah, well, the guys we had ahead over AJ Brown, like hands down, were Tyreek, Jettis, Jamar, Devontae, Cooper Cup, and Stephon Diggs. And then after that, I think it's clear. And then after AJ that, Brown. it was AJ Brown. But that was with like the clear six ahead. Yeah. Did you say? Did you say Devonte? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I think Cooper Cup. Like, I know Cooper Cup's always controversial. Like, like uh, he's he's so good, but he, he's just always controversial where you have him. I don't, know. Yeah, it's I don't like, know where exactly I would put Cooper Cup, honestly. Why? It's, it's potentially. <laughs> Could be, Potentially because of his skin color. Also, potentially because that <laughs> offense is just so great. Sean McVay knows how to scheme up his guys, and he right. could be a product of that. But hey, other guys are also product of great offenses. Yes. Uh, talk about a guy who's a uh, product of the system, potentially Jalen Hurts. We've talked about this a bunch. Ooh. Do you think that the NFL has figured out Jalen Hurts and the Eagles? Definitely not. Definitely not. So I so I have a lot of friends that are Eagles fans too, and I'll tell you the majority of them were very low on Jalen Hurts years ago. Oh, I was yeah. the only one out of my group that was like, "Look, this guy's gonna make it. You gotta trust the process and believe in him. He's gonna develop." So I live I lived in Tuscaloosa for four years, right? So I I actually owned a cheesesteak shop right right next door to Bryant Denny Stadium, oh, and shoot. Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts walked in my in my shop one day. And I'm just sitting there on my laptop working. Never met him before. He just walks in by himself. He looks at the menu, <laughs> and he asks the, the our cashier a few questions, and then he walks out. He doesn't order anything. <laughs> and then so I go up to the to my cashier. I was like, "Why did he leave?" And they were like, "Well, we don't have any vegetables or any lettuce, and we're like a Philly cheesesteak shop. So like, we don't have. We, it's <laughs> like, it's like white American whiz with without just onions. Like that's it. And uh, he just left." He just left the restaurant, so it was it was funny. But uh, long story short, I always believe in Jalen Hurts. Like I just I couldn't believe how well he handled being benched in that in in the championship oh, yeah. game to Tua. I, I was there. I was able to experience both those guys in Tuscaloosa and uh, both stand up dudes. I believe in both their futures in the NFL, and I just think that Jalen has that that it factor. I've always believed in. He has the intangibles, and I just think that. It took him a little bit of time to develop into the NFL, but I mean, you see all the other NFL teams that can't do the brotherly shove and, yeah. and the, the quarterback sneaks and the rushing plays, and, <laughs> and you just feel confident that he's going to be able to do that over the long run because he's not really putting himself in harm's way. He's pound for pound one of the stronger guys on the field. Oh, yeah. um, 
And uh, you know, he he he's not perfect every game. He's he's had some some really bad reads this year in, in some of the games, and he's missed a lot of throws, honestly. But again, I want to be them to be playing good late in the season, and I think we'll be just fine. You're saying that Jalen Hurts walked into a Philly cheesesteak place and didn't get a Philly cheesesteak? How do people think that guy's built for Te- Philly, huh? He's from Texas. What's with that? What's with that? And then he gets strapped into Philly? Yeah, he's from Texas. All right, fine. He, we don't know about Philly cheesesteaks in Texas, man. I'll be real with you. <laughs> well, like, the fact that he's like, yeah, Philly cheesesteak, where, where's all the veggies? It's like, no, dude, it's meat and You're cheese. You're in the wrong. Philly Philly cheese. Cheese. In that little quiet, oh, calm voice yeah. that he talks like this. I feel like you would have thought a man who squats 600 pounds would have been okay with some extra cheese. Oh, meat. Like some yeah. weird ways. Yeah, all right. Yeah, but you, that's, well, that's why he's not cut out for Philly. You know, I think that's what we <coughs> Maddie, oh, you're you're a big <laughs> UFC guy, is that correct? Yeah, that's that's correct. So we were talking about this yesterday or the other day when the Niners and the Browns are playing each other and Trent Williams is always kind of trying to, to pick a fight it's with people. Always a fight, yeah. Uh so one of the hypothetical questions we had with each other, a little debate we had is who do you think would win in a fight? Trent Williams or Miles Garrett? <laughs> Ooh. I'm going Trent Williams. Mm. He's so big. Why man. is that? Yeah, he's just he's just a massive dude. Like he's just he's just a massive dude. I mean, obviously, like you know, every fight's different. Like, is it a three round fight? Is it a street fight? Is it a five round fight? Because then cardio is a factor. <laughs> but like Trent Williams, man, is just a guy you would not want to mess with. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. I, that dude, when you get him angry, I feel like that's probably got to be the scariest thing in the world. No, I'll be right? honest. I'm taking Miles Garrett. <laughs> you ever see the big the big show versus like The Rock or something? Like Not that in WWE. WWE. Yeah, that's WWE. also fake. Yeah, <laughs> but just, just here. I'm I don't talking, know if you knew that. Am I bad, bro? <laughs> no way, bro. Wait, yeah. wait. Also, Santa's not, also <laughs> Santa's not real. Yeah, I hate what? to break it to you. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, I was just saying more so body types. Like, I'm going to take My. the guy who could probably pick him up, and that, that's what and happened. The Rock, the Rock or Batista would pick up the big show, you know, even though they planned it. So who is to say Miles Garrett and Trent Williams can't play? I want to see Miles Garrett try to lift Trent Williams above his head. I'm also probably going to take Chandler Jones in both of them, even though it's not a great time to talk about. Yeah, him. I don't Jones. know about that, uh, and that's because he's related to John Jones. Maddie, yeah. if oh, there was point. a if that's there was any NFL player you'd want to see in a boxing ring or in a UFC ring, what NFL player do you think would be the most successful in a fight? Mm, that's a good question. I always wanted to see Le'Veon, and then we finally saw it just because oh, like Le'Veon terrible. Bad. Yeah, it didn't end up that that great, but like he just had great patience on the field. So like you just wonder how that was going to translate in a fight. Um, Savant, that's a good, that's a good question. You said NF, just NFL. Yeah, what NFL player? Khalil Mack would be disgusting. Yeah, and this is a boxing match or MMA fight? Uh, MMA. You pick. You MMA, pick MMA, 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 MMA. Sure. Oh man. Max Crosby would be a hell of a fucking jiu-jitsu guy. Oh yeah. Just <laughs> I, I mean, it's probably. <laughs> Feels like it may be the tattoos. I don't know, but it just feels like yeah. It's got to be. I I would love to see Chandler Jones just because of John Jones. Like I just want to see like how good he would be. Like is is it in the blood? Is it is it in the family? Brother, right? Are they related? Yeah, yeah they're related. I don't think I ever yeah. realized they were oh, related. Oh yeah, that's why I just made that comment. Oh, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. I'd, I'm I'd sure love to see that. that. Um, I was another brother. I mean, we saw uh, we saw Greg Hardy, right? We saw Greg yeah. Hardy move yeah. over and. You know, I, he is just a massive dude, and he he blew up like he got even bigger once he started fighting. And I went to a live boxing match of his. He was fighting a guy like eighty pounds less than him, Holy and he slept. He slept like Greg Hardy slept the dude in the first round. It was like like a BS. Like I don't even know what the organization was called, but um, but no, I mean some of these huge guys like they they're gonna get slept. 
<laughs> in yeah. a Uf in an MMA fight. Um, yes. But no, I would love to see Chandler Jones for sure. What do you think? Are you a boxing guy at all too? Uh, I I'm much more MMA. I watch some of the mainstream boxing, um, but but not in the trenches with it at all. How do you, how do you feel about the Pauls being boxers? Yeah, I mean, I think Jake Paul is is legit. Like, uh, I think you know it's going to take him time to develop, and um, and, and the challenging aspect to it is there's the business side of it, right? Like, he can't go and fight good boxers that don't have names because the fights just yeah. don't make money. So he's in a hard, he's in a predicament where it's like, who do you fight? Who do you pair him with? Um, but I, I actually think that he's for how long he's been boxing. I think he's actually pretty solid, and I think that he'll continue to get better. And I think he takes it very seriously. Logan Paul, on the other hand, to me, does is not a boxer. Like what we saw this past fight, and then it, the one before against Mayweather, like he just doesn't have. He, he's almost too big and bulky now, and like he's athletic, but you can just tell he's not technical at all. But Jake's actually pretty technical. Like when you watched Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury, that was an actual boxing match. But when you throw KSI in there with Tommy Fury. <laughs> It wasn't a boxing match at all. I saw KSI was so pissed off at the end of that fight. They kicked the fucking yeah, thing. Yeah. It was like, bro, shut up. Yeah, it was like, grow up. This is a show. You yeah. did this for the show. <laughs> <laughs> you're making it. You know, you made so much Anyway, fun. let's bring it back to NFL for a second. Obviously, you're, you're a big sports better, as are we. Uh, but I would say we're a little bit more casual with our sports a betting. A little bit more? Definitely not experts <laughs> in any kind of I'm way. Bad. Um, and oh, I think shit. a lot of our viewers and listeners are also uh, kind of casual bad. sports betters. One thing that definitely we've been talking about and just like we want from anyone who who does do this uh, more seriously is like what is some advice you would give to casual betters? So if you're like the if you're a casual better, what's the best way to be making money as a better? Yeah, so for first things first, I'm not a professional better. I always make that clear to everybody. Um, I try to be a profitable better, uh, but I also try to have fun with it. So I'm kind of like a little bit in in the middle. Uh, but what I would say is the most important thing, I'm going to give you guys uh, kind of a different approach on this. I think it's just bankroll management. Like the goal is not to just try to make money. It's to try to make your bankroll last so you can actually bet for the rest of your life and enjoy it and have fun doing it. Because I think too many bettors are betting more per game or more per bet than they should be. And then they're betting less games. This is, this is actually the crazy part. They're betting less volume than they should be. So if you look at what professional sports bettors do, they're they're going to have very small unit sizes and they're going to diversify and bet units on so many different outcomes because they have a system and a model where if you think about it, if you have a small edge, you want to get as many bets in as possible, right? But so many bettors are betting more than they should be on individual outcomes or games. And then there's variants that anything can happen, right? A center can fumble a ball. It could be a pick six at the end of the game. A fighter can tear his ACL. And anything can happen in a in an individual in an, in an individual event, but I think my advice to to betters is lower your bet size per bet, and then bet more volume. You know, sprinkle units across the board versus you know if there's if you're a hundred dollar better and you're throwing a hundred two hundred dollars on one outcome, especially a long shot or a parlay or a a nerfy or a first TD bet, like that to me is how you're gonna blow your bankroll. Yep. Um, so my advice is like, is lower your unit size, try to identify where you see value and then, you know, place bets across the board versus hammering one that. specific event. 
I, so I, I just I rip like like fifty five different parlays, but I just start just doing like straight bets, like five dollars every yep. time. And just yeah, like, but the problem with also, five dollars, five to win seven fifty, just doesn't move. <laughs> but if you get a bunch of them, it makes sense. Okay, no, but, but five to win seven hundred and but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so all I'm hearing out of liners are juice. it's like lower the units, but take all that volume put into one parlay and pray. <laughs> that's, that's literally I'm, I mean Throw I have been prayer. so close in terms of like if we're just looking at moral victories like uh, I have hit so many yeah. parlays that I've missed got, by I've one got leg like eight and nine like every week on yeah. multiple parlays bro I think in the in the first like four weeks all of us were like within oh, one so leg close, of a parlay yeah. to win a couple of thousand to me moral victories also. Yeah. So, I, so I have a rule that'll help you. So it's called the 90-10 rule. Oh God. 90% of your, your bankroll on straight wagers, 10% on parlays or DFS slips, whatever. That'll that'll always help you. If you're keeping 90% on your straight bets, 10% going towards parlays. You can still have fun, take those shots, try to get the long shots in. Just last night, I had a three-legger. I had uh, Dak Prescott over one and a half touchdowns. Yeah. That was the one that lost. I had Micah Parsons, I had Micah over half a sack, and then I had, uh, uh, what was the third leg? Uh, I had the Russian yards. Uh, Who was it? Or like Eckler or something? No, no, no. It was. Wasn't it Cowboys uh, like minus one and a half? Herbert. I had Herbert. Herbert. I had Herbert over 10 and a half rushing yards. I took that too. Yeah, he had like 17 or 20 or something. And if Dak Prescott puts an accurate wheel pa- wheel route on that uh, real wheel pass on that uh Tony Pollard uh, what was it yeah on Pollard yeah, late in the fuck. game if he drops that in there and then Micah Parsons finishes the game with that sack there at the end like he did I hit it it was it was on underdogs like 500 win 3000 and oh, and Micah Parsons Micah uh and Dak misses that throw all I'm, I'm so is, mad. Yeah, wait, All I'm on. hearing is fuck Dak Prescott. Yeah, that's, wait, that's two, thought, two thoughts here, though. You said lower Basically. your units. So if you've lowered your units to 500, <laughs> what was it at before? That's that's the first question I have. Well, my so my my straight bets, my one unit size is 1,000. Um, and then I do, I do like, if I bet on a USC fight or an NFL game, like a team total or a spread, I go 1,000. And then my parlays are typically about 250. I do quarter units on the parlays. But I'm not doing like 10 team, 12 team parlays. They're typically like two or three legs. Yeah. I do 25 leg parlays weekly. (laughs) 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 And they're pretty lit. Like $3. No, they're dope. You also hit one last year. So I hit a $3 to win like a thousand last year. But I've been going a little bit more aggressive. Last night it was three thousand to or it was three dollars to win like eight thousand, and yeah, it didn't get close to hitting. So. Yeah, well, if you took, you probably took a ton of overs, and it was a seventeen to ten game. So. Bro, I'm just going through the fucking same game parlay. But if yeah. we yeah. handle just clicking but everything, but the problem with that is if we take if we take the ninety ten rule, all of us here I think are working with ten dollars a dollar. On a parlay, Dude, I mean, I'm down, fives. but... I'm working with fives and tens. Always. Yeah, I'll throw ten. I mean, granted, now when we put together all six weeks of me throwing $25 every single Sunday <laughs> and losing all them, yeah. I'm down bad. I'll say the straight bets are usually ten, and then the parlays are five, so it's a little... Oh, uh, here you go. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some NFL future bets. Uh, we're curious mm-hmm. to get from you what you what your bets would be on these future bets. So, And then we'll yeah. all go around and, I guess, give yeah. our pick as well. So, Maddie, who would you say is the best future bet for MVP this year? Yeah, so let me look at the odds real quick. It's just going to come down to the numbers. I mean, if you're saying like... Oh, should we yeah, guess? Can we guess the top 10 MVP odds before we do that, though? You have them? I had I them pull, yesterday. I can pull yeah. them up real quick. I just feel like... 
Maddie, you hopped in, by the way, halfway through an episode where we like to play a bunch of games. So we were doing yeah. some like guessing games of like guess the stats, things like that. We did a blind quarterback ranking, just looking at their stats, ranking the quarterbacks. So while we're in that mentality, right. before we get your best pick, let's play a little game. Adam's going to pull up the odds that he had, and uh, we're all going to just go around, I guess, and so, Maddie, before you before it comes up on your phone or whatever, you might, might have it already. Do you, you have, have it already? The MVP? Yeah, I'm pulling it up now. Don't I pull have it, it up. I have it. I have it. Don't, Don't look it at it. Don't okay, look okay, at okay. it. We're gonna guess. Uh, All right, yeah, we're yeah. gonna guess. All right, guess, we'll go around and we'll each get get a guess. Guess the top ten odds to win the MVP in the NFL right now. Okay. All right. Should I go first? Go for it. Rip it. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa. That is number one. Shout out. Number one. <laughs> Plus four fifty. That makes sense. Maddie, what Maddie, rip it. Uh, I know Christian McCaffrey was like twenty to one. I don't know if he's in the top ten though. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Christian McCaffrey is number six at plus oh. twelve hundred. I Good thought guess. he might have fell okay. down. Good guess. Wow, uh, twelve hundred. I'm, I'm gonna go with his teammate Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is one, two, three, four, five at plus a thousand. Five. Five. I'll go uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is below Christian McCaffrey. Wow, he's there, right? He is there at seven, yeah. Oh, so okay, one, yeah, two, give me the three, four, four. There's no numbers behind it, so I, I oh, failed math bad. multiple uh, times. Give me Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is number two, plus 550. That was an easy one. Maddie. Um, Jalen Hurts, is he nine Jalen or Hurts is three. Jalen Hurts oh, wow. is plus 650. Oh, wow. I didn't think he would be that that low or mm. that low after the three-pick game. Jack, like that's you got to do it. Jack, you've I'm been I'm going to go Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Definitely not. Actually, they're four and one or five and one, whatever it is. Jared Goff is eleven at plus three thousand. Oh, just outside just, the top. You want to hear who? Well, I'll Josh say Josh Allen. After. Did we say that? Yet? Josh okay. Allen is four on the list at yep. plus seven fifty. And like, I don't know. He's, I mean, he's definitely not. Tyre, Trevor Lawrence. Tyre Trevor Lawrence in there? Is not there. Trevor Lawrence is there though at plus two thousand. He is eight, I believe. One, oh, two, three. Oh, wow. Um, he's yeah, he's eight. Damn, how many are we missing? You're missing uh, two. Missing Ooh. two. Missing Ooh. two. Dude. Both quarterbacks? Justin Both Herbert? quarterbacks. Justin Herbert is nine. Okay. He's nine. At plus 2,500. And last but not least, this guy's the exact same odds as Justin Herbert. Let it rip. Daniel Jones. Mm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let it rip. No. Let it rip. Put it in gear. Is Dak Prescott Fred there? Warner. Give it some frontal. Fred Warner. And let it go. Fred Warner should be an MVP conference. No. Oh, Devon A. Chan. No. Damn. Come on, Matty. AFC or NFC? AFC. AFC. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Anyone have a guess? Oh, I don't know. Rip it. It's on everyone's head, but no Joe one Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow is number oh. 10 oh. at plus 2,500. He's tied oh. with Justin Joe. Herbert. Jared Goff is below them. That guy still plays football? He Joe does. Burrow's above. <laughs> yeah, you That's asked. Crazy. Jared Goff Jared should be in the MVP conversation. Vegas does not think Jared Goff should be in the MVP Vegas conversation. Vegas is sleeping. Vegas is sleeping. That's good value That is Jared good value. Goff. All right. All right, so now that we know that. Now that we know that, Maddie, who do you think is the... Who do you think will win MVP, and who do you think has the best value? Like, has the best value that we mm. should bet on to win MVP? Yeah, honestly, before last week, I would have said Brock Purdy. Don't do it. Um, but what's so? What is Purdy's number at right now? Brock Purdy is plus a thousand. He has the fifth best odds. I'm gonna say right now that's the best value bet because you're basically getting a buy low spot on him coming off of the bad game, and there yep. really isn't a clear front runner. I mean, I know Tua has been good, but at ten to one. You, we're, I'm pretty confident the 49ers are, you know, they might lose another game or two, you know. So if they if they run the if they run the table the rest of the season, only lose one or two more games, and Purdy 
plays like he did the first, you know, three, four weeks of the season. Yeah. I think Purdy is the guy too. It's a cheat code having having him like at a million dollar salary. Like yeah. it's yeah. so it's so gross. Unfair. And eight hundred and seventy thousand, but who's counting? It's insane. Ugh, fucking wild. <laughs> he's wild. still got a roommate that he splits rent with. Like, oh, well, he's saving money. It's, it's a good that's cost. Crazy. That's it's nice. actually really smart. He's, he's like twenty three. You know right? where he lives. Uh, I think he lives Frisco. in Knob Hill in San Francisco. Mm. Uh, Knob Hill? Yeah, yeah. Very nice. I know Knob Hill now. Yeah, he knows Knob Hill. We I got Knob Hill. Hill. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, yeah. I, I like live Timber off Knob Hill personally. Road. Cool. Now, does that value bet also correlate with who you think will legitimately win MVP? Yeah, so preseason, as, as much as I was biased, I did take Jalen. So I'll tell you a story. Last year, I took the Eagles to win the Super Bowl preseason at 25 to 1. Or no, at 20 to 1. And I took Jalen Hurts to win MVP at 25 to one. So I got second place on both of those bets. Damn, and Patrick, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes ruined both of them for That's me. Um, so you hate Patrick Mahomes. on the hit list, dude. So you hate yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and then I looked at it this year, and like, like I like to, I like to put a number on what I think it's gonna be before I look at the odds. And when I looked at Jalen preseason, it was like 11 to one. I was like, why? It was like 11 or 12 to one. I was like, why is the number so high? Because like two, because Patrick Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, all those guys were like six to eight to one. I was like, I don't think it should be that much higher. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually made Jalen my preseason pick, and then I did Eagles Dolphins Super Bowl. I bet at fifty to one. And I still like that Eagles Dolphins Super Bowl. That, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's fifty to one. That's crazy. That's value. legitimate. Um, yeah, I'll take. I like the Purdy value. You like Eagles Dolphins Super Bowl? I do. We're gonna see a preview. Like We're gonna see a little preview of that this week. Yeah, but per your logic, what happens now doesn't matter because it's who wins in in the playoffs. So you're gonna lose this. <laughs> so week. we're gonna lose this week, and Dolphins win the Super Bowl. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, Adam, I know you have other games. Let's do one more game. If it's a list of it's some very sort. quick. It's very and quick. and then we'll do we'll get into some factor caps before we wrap up, and then uh, yeah. Can you guess who has the most game winning drives in the NFL this year? Probably, now, I would say not. guess the top 10. As, but a, quarter, a, quarterback? as a quarterback? Quarterback, yeah, that's a game-winning drive. Um, but like what quarterback? Can you guess what quarterback? Can, can you guess what quarterback has the most game-winning drives in the NFL right now? All right. I would say guess the top five because after five, it's all tied with just one. So okay. guess the top five. That's right, it's only been six Quarterbacks weeks. with right. the most game-winning drives this year. Um, that's a mm. great question. That is a great question. Throw a name out if you have CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud is not there. Not there. Not uh, there. CJ Shroud does not even though. have one. Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott is low. He has one. Let's but go. But he has not been put in the top five. So he's tied According for to 10. this list. Oh, Trevor Lawrence. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter is the number one. Whoa. Desmond Ritter has the most game-winning drives in the NFL with three. That's okay. so Wait, Maddie, Maddie said somebody. Who'd you say? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is not there. He does have one, but... They didn't put him in the top five, yeah, so we're going to go by this list. Mm. How does Desmond Ritter have Desmond three, Ritter, bro? that is the three. number one reason I wanted to ask this stat. Desmond Ritter has the most game when he drives in the NFL. I just, I just remember the Falcons are in a lot of close games. So That's why. It's crazy. Uh, Geno Smith. Geno Smith is not there. Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not there. Ew. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is also not there. Damn, bro. Lamar? Lamar Jackson is also not there. Tua. Tua is there with one, but they put him at four, and now after four and five... They put him at, but I'm just going off the top five, and they put him in that, like, based off of other metrics. Who's there? So technically, Tua is not there, and he has one? Yeah. Unbelievable. Look okay. at the bias. Everyone hates that. <laughs> I'm just going off this list. <laughs> He's off. like, Tua's Maddie, there. Maddie, any other guesses? I'm just going mm -hmm. off the list. So Tua's not there. 
Tua is technically there. He's in the top five? He's in the top five. So there's a bunch of guys with one. There's a bunch of guys with one, but based off of this list, they put the five, the top five based off of other metrics. <laughs> All right, Maddie, who you got? So it can, it can be a guy with one? Uh, there's only one more person with one. I'll tell you that. It's not, it's not Zach Wilson, is it? It definitely not. So, <laughs> oh, I thought that was actually a decent guess. Me too. I'm on pro football one. reference oh, right now. I literally Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is not there. Oh. I Kirk put, Cousins. Kirk Cousins is also not Josh there. Allen. Josh Allen is not there. Who Jesus. the fuck is... Uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G is there. He is third with two. Uh, now, there is another person that has a second, but for some reason, they put him over Deshaun Jimmy Watson. G. Deshaun on the field is not there. Off the field. Off the field. Off the field, he might be there. <laughs> Come on, two more. One yeah. is tied with Tua, the other is tied with Jimmy Jared G. Goff. Jared Goff, no thing. Kenny Pickett. Jared Goff does have one, but they put him at six on this list. Deshaun oh, Watson. if they have one, they're all tied Hold for on. five. I, I, Hold on. I agree with you. I'm just, I don't know. Matty, what'd you say? Deshaun? No. Not on there. the field, of course. Kenny Pickett? Tough. Nope. Um, no, PJ Walker? Nope. <laughs> Josh Dobbs? Nope. Justin I don't Fields. know why Stafford. They, Stafford. Matthew you say? Stafford is the fifth person. Oh. They put him at. They he also has one. But Pro Football Reference, if you hit game-winning drives, they order it based off of other metrics, I guess. And Matthew Stafford has one nice. with two. Everyone, there's a lot with one. Is that Kay. all five? No, there's one more. The technically number two. Matty, who'd you say? Justin Fields. No. You want me to just give it to you? Uh, yes. No, I'm about to get it. No, I'm about to get it. Uh, um, <laughs> not Bryce Young because he has zero wins. <laughs> Definitely not Bryce Young. Uh, Baker Mayfield. No. Jordan Fuck. Love. No. Right, Come on. No. Jack, who is your... Kirk Cousins. No. Who Jared is one Goff. of your favorite teams this year? Favorite teams this year? The 49ers. No. One more. The Lions. Nope. Again. Uh, I already said CJ Stroud. I have a few. I don't know. Who is Texans. your favorite team outside of the Giants in the NFC East? Oh, Sam Howell. Sam Howell is number two. <laughs> wow. With two. I don't know how they ordered it, but they go the top five goes Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, Jimmy G, Tua, Matthew Stafford. Hey, look at it. Don't, don't fucking that's yell at me. That's the five best quarterbacks in football. You can't really. I mean, that's who you want. <laughs> I don't with know the what the game on the line. Yep, Give Sam Howell. Sam Howell, Jimmy G, <laughs> and Desmond Ritter. <laughs> there's so many quarterbacks with one, bro. I don't know why I did that. There's, like, there's like 15 quarterbacks okay. with one. I got one last question. No, we got to wrap up, so I'm going to oh. do factor caps. Mm, okay. I said you get one game. All right, let's go. Factor caps. Uh, hell of a game, Adam. All right, uh, Maddie. at the end of our, our, our uh, games episode, what we call the cafeteria episode, we like to do a little rapid-fire factor caps. I'm going to give you a prompt, and you're going to tell me if you think it is factual Sweet. or captual. Yep, that's how it works. Let's go. All right, factor cap. The Lions are a top three team in the NFC. Cap. cap. Huge fact. Huge cap. I'm going to say cap. I'm going to say top five, though. Yeah. Yeah. Who are the five? Oof. In order. <laughs> In order. All right, so I'm gonna put the 49ers above my Eagles right now. Good so I'm gonna say the four. I'm gonna say the 49ers. I'm gonna say the Eagles. I'm gonna say. Oh man, they might be top three. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, you Eagle, can't Eagles, see. Don't let that Eagles buy a show, bro. No, he's honestly. I'm going to put them at three. I'm going to put the Cowboys at four. Let's go. Smart man. God knows I'm ball. Put them at, I'm going to put them at three. I'm going to put the Cowboys at four. Uh, number five. I'm going to put the Seahawks. I'm going to put the Seahawks. Yeah. Five. yeah. yeah. That's the five, I think. Good take. Uh, the Bears. All right. On the Lions again. Factor cap. Jared Goff should be in the MVP conversation. You know how I feel about this. Fact. Fact. No. I mean, based on the stats we looked at earlier, like he's yes. been balling, dude. Give him his respect. I'll say fact that the team's five and one, and he's the quarterback on that team. He's actually been playing well, and not just like being carried. 
And so, yeah, I'll say fact. He's so, not going to win because they're going to fall off. But He's not going to win it, but he should be in the conversation because... Is it fact or cap? Fact. Okay, good man. Because we just named literally 10 quarterbacks ahead of him, and yet yeah. there are only five quarterbacks that are five and one. And when we were doing our rankings earlier... In the, he was the, the best one. He was the best one. So, yeah. Matty, you think fact or cap? I'm, I'm going to say fact. He should be in the conversation for sure. You like, you like his value too at the 11th? I, mean, I like that I value. Nah, he ain't going to win it. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely value just based on their team success, and uh, and I think he has like a near seventy was a near seventy percent completion percentage, and he's been playing well. But uh, I just still, no matter how much value you see, you see in something, it's still hard to take that. Yeah, it's still Jared Goff. <laughs> All yeah. right, factor cap. Tyreek Hill is the Patrick Fact. Mahomes of wide receivers. Fact. Cap. Fact. Tyreek Hill's in the, a class of his own. There's, there's not it. as big of a gap between Tyreek and the other guys as there is between Mahomes Did and the Did we not guy. yesterday say he's won You said no, that, that, not is true. No, that is true. I, I agree. What he said is true. I agree. What, but I both I are true, hear, I just hear Tyreek Hill See, and everything that's goes the problem. You guys don't listen to each other. What, what, did, you say, what did you say? I, I don't think there's as big of a gap between Tyreek Hill and like Justin Jefferson as there's between Patrick Mahomes and either Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, whoever you have second. That's fair. That's there's true. not even close to a gap. I agree. I will say that we've never seen a receiver like Tyreek Hill in history oh, we and just, we, oh Maddie's back we've never seen a, a receiver like Tyreek Hill ever and we've never seen a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes and so I would say fact because of that I think like how they've kind of revolutionized the position in terms of play style speed uh and not just being a speed guy but turning that speed into uh in, in, into a weapon like in other ways as well he's been become a better route runner he's he can go up and get it like he can do it all so I would say fact so do we agree that Tyree Kill, though, is in a class of his own in the wide receivers right now? Though? I don't. Okay. Maddie? Yeah, I'm going to say fact. Every, you know, I've bet Tyree Kill unders because there's so much value on them, and every time I do it, I get absolutely smoked. Like one <laughs> pa- one big catch, and it's already, like, pretty yeah. much smoked every yeah. time. It's insane. So it's 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 got to be terrifying for defensive coordinators to go up just against the Dolphins in general. Um, but I, I love I, I love Tyreek Hill. I think he's the best receiver in the game right now. Me too. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's unreal, but I don't think he's in a complete tier of his own. Do we think he's the most, real quick off of that, do we think he's the most valuable player outside of a quarterback? I know they were talking about that on first take yesterday. And uh, yeah, I, think, I so. think it's Tua made good such a Could be McCaffrey. Could be McCaffrey. If he's uh, I mean, I'm a Niners fan, but I still think Tyreek is, is more valuable. Is Tyreek Hill the most valuable player outside of quarterback in the NFL? I think he could be. I think. I think yeah. the only you other the person you could argue for is is McCaffrey, just because of the impact he makes as a nah. runner and as a receiver. Yeah, but they don't need him. They don't need him. I think Tyreek's more valuable than Chris McCaffrey. Yeah. I, yeah. I two see. two would have never made the leap that he's made without Tyreek. Hey, Shannon Sharp said, or no, Dan Orlovsky said, Jason Kelsey. I gotta, <laughs> not bad. I gotta keep moving through these factor <laughs> right, caps go. because we gotta we gotta let's wrap go. up. Let's go. Factor cap: The Browns are the best defense in football. Fact. Fact, sure. If you fact, back, yeah, fact. Yeah, probably, probably fact. fact. Yeah, I like I, I can't right say now, it confidently. I think it's between them and the Niners. Niners defense are yeah. great. They, yeah, they lost to the Browns, but they still played well against the Browns. Like yeah. it's, the Browns didn't annihilate them or nothing like that. So the yeah. Niners are still fucking great. You saw what they did to the Cowboys. Maddie, why fact? They're, just their scoring defense alone. I think the Browns have been first or second all season in 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 scoring defense, which is the most important. Like, they might give up some yards here and there, but they're stopping teams from getting in the end zone. So, I think you have to say fact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fact or cap, Justin Herbert is not a top 10 quarterback right now. Cap. Fact. Cap. Why? Is it fact? 
he he crumbles, man. He's maybe it's some recency bias off of last night, but I just don't think he has it. Like it's funny because everybody, like a couple years back, clowned these organizations for taking for for taking to, or him over Tua or Tua over him. And now it's funny because now the, the conversation is almost flipped. Where like who would you guys take today? Would you take Tua today or Justin Herbert? Because now it's very debatable. I would take Herbert. I think. Yeah. I, I think Tua's performing much better, I, and I agree with you that Herbert has yeah. been crumbling under pressure. But I think the situation that Tua has allows him to be great, whereas Herbert doesn't have a similar situation it, like that. But I agree with you. In terms of performance, there's no debate. Tua has been outperforming him by, by so a lot. It also depends on what you prefer, too. Do you prefer a guy that's like way more accurate, like Tua, who's just going to get the ball put in the right place, or like a guy like mm-hmm. Herbert who's just a gunslinger? Like I don't know. I want the ball yeah. in the right place. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. Last night, well, there were a couple Giants of moments of where – Last night there were a couple of moments where the where Keenan Allen was wide open and Herbert missed him by a lot. So yeah, yeah. Tua yeah. makes that throw. I mean, if you look at the top ten right now, there's you can make a case that currently, right this second, he is not a top ten quarterback. Sh- so you sure, you can fact? make a case, probably. Yeah, you can make a case for a lot. I'll of say things. fact just because I'm biased and I'm very insecure. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one, factor cap. Jalen Hurts will pull a Carson Wentz cap. <laughs> Do you want to explain what that means? Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, is Jalen Hurts about to pull a Carson Wentz, like have an MVP type season, and then the next year just like get exposed and like you get will get paid right before that season, then get exposed, play like shit. I'm like, I hope that doesn't happen, but like it's possible that that is about to happen. I don't so, know. So factor cap, Jalen Hurts will pull a Carson Wentz. I'll say cap. He's more talented, but like could be. It look seven TDs, seven picks right now. He Hold doesn't on. look good. I don't think he's more talented than Jalen Hurts. Actually, he he was actually gifted as hell as wait, a quarterback. Wait, then, then Carson Wentz. Carson. You're Carson Wentz is more talented than Jalen Hurts. You think? In my opinion, yes. Ooh. Now, Ooh. now they're different style of quarterbacks. They're different style of quarterbacks. Yours. <laughs> Thanks. No, give it to me. Carson Wentz has everything you want in a quarterback. I mean, he had the stature, he had the arm strength, he's There's athletic, he's mobile. I love it. It's not skip no, 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 shit. It's like no, I think Maddie would probably agree with me. Carson yeah, Wentz no, is just, the prototypical right. quarterback. Now, he crumbled and he and his accuracy went way out the window, and like he had a lot of issues. He started looking like early. Josh, his his career went the opposite of Josh Allen. He was inaccurate, all this type of shit. Had the body, but Josh Allen kept getting better, better, better. Carson Wentz, all that shit, he started going down. Jalen Hurts is a great runner of the football. He can pass. He's accurate for the most part, but he's not as gifted as a prototypical quarterback as Jalen Hurts is. So I think he's actually less talented. Or sorry, There's other way, as, as Carson Wentz is. So I think Jalen Hurts is actually less talented, but he's just doing more in, in, in a better system right now, too. Than, so than is Jalen Hurts going to Carson Wentz, then? I don't think so, because I think he's too talented for that. I just think, still, Wentz is more talented than him. I think Jalen Hurts is talented enough to keep this up. And it's a new NFL now where, you know, the rushing really uh, is, is a bigger factor than it was in the past, and I think he'll keep it up. I think Hurts will be fine. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that no, I agree. I think there's no chance of that happening. I mean, just the mindset and the commitment alone that Jalen Hurts has puts him, puts him, uh, puts him above Carson Wentz. And you can't say he has seven touchdowns and seven picks and ignore the five rushing touchdowns. So that's true. That's, true. that's a good point. It's a good point. I just saw seven touchdowns, seven picks on Twitter yesterday. I think at some point. So I just wanted to say it. <laughs> all right, that's all the factor caps I have for right now. But uh, appreciate you playing along, Maddie. You're a beast, man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks on. for coming on. We got to get Appreciate you on. You guys. Again. Who's the best underdog this week, real quick, before you go? Oh, man. Best underdog of the week. Let me let me take a look. Um, Jack's trying to take notes for the gonads. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. The, the, the Dolphins? I, I always do an underdog parlay every week, and it's hit, it's hit a couple who's, times. Who's favorite, Dolphins, Eagles? 
The Dolphins are a one and a half point dog Ooh. in Philly. That's yeah, in Philly. Um, let's see. Underdog play. Yeah, the, the Jags feel like a trap, but the Jags are getting three at New Orleans. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Kind of crazy. I saw that line. That was that's gross. I don't understand it. Yeah. Apparently, T-Law might not play, but I don't know. Oh yeah, you might be hurt. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to not like Detroit. Detroit's plus three at Baltimore. So yeah. Baltimore was my my second three unit play of the season this past week, and I'll tell you they were minus four. I locked them in a week yeah. early, went up to five and a half. But I'll tell you what, that game was not even worth winning three units. Like I had a heart attack the entire <laughs> game. Like John Harbaugh is the most conservative coach in the entire NFL. I've never seen anything like it. They they fourth and inches. They kick a field goal every single time. The the play calls are just beyond me with what they do. And somehow they won that game by eight, but it was not easy, and I was sweating like crazy. It's hard for me to – like, I would fade the Ravens as a favor all season, honestly, the rest of the year. Like, the Lions getting three points with that defense in Baltimore, I think they went out right. I do too. Sweet. I like that. I like that. All right, well, Maddie, plug your socials real quick. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah, it's just Maddie Betts, M-A-T-T-Y, and then Betts with two S's. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Be sure oh, to yeah. give him a follow. Let's and Maddie, go, thank Maddie. you again for coming on, man. Great Appreciate time. You guys. We'll be sure back. Good luck to your Eagles. Uh, I hope they lose. But uh, thank you for <laughs> listening to the Caps Off podcast. We'll see you next Our time. Peace. Peace. Plus one and a half. The Caps Off podcast is brought to you by The Game Day. Starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Perotti, and Matan Mann. Producers Ben Wolfen and Matan Mann. Don't forget to check out our social at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and at Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. And go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.